Hello fellow property investor, how are you doing? How are you? Are you really well? Welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. My name is Natasha Collins and I am the founder of NC Real Estate, which includes its members club for property investors to come and build a profitable property portfolio that completely aligns with their goals. On today's podcast, I am going to be talking about the seven underrated announcements Philip Hammond made in the budget yesterday, which restored the property investment industry. Now, I did a live stream over in the Property Investment Mastery Facebook group and the Members Club Facebook group, and they were both the same. But what I wanted to do was I wanted to do it live, explain what was happening because of the budget. And actually, the budget was really good for property investors. It actually seemed to help us out. There was no attacks. It kind of left things where it was. I actually thought that there was going to be the introduction of um, longer term tenancies. And if you had the longer term tenancy, then you could sell your property to that tenant after three years without getting the capital gains um, tax. So but that didn't happen. Philip Hammond did not announce that. Uh, Other things that I thought were going to happen was changes to pensions, which is always terrifying. I I think that any time that there is a threat to pensions, we need to be sitting up straight, looking at what's going on and actually quivering in our boots. The fact that pensions are our money, yet the government can play with it as they like is terrifying and it's why I will never ever rely on my pension in fact I don't think I've got a good one at all it's not like I'm going to be getting to 70 go to my pensions provider and then go oh yes Natasha you have got 40,000 a month never going to happen and part of that and part of the belief that I hold is that that's because the government play around with them all the time you never know what's going on but actually luckily for those people who depend upon their pensions and really have that savings plan in place with their pension provider there was no changes this time which is great um really Phil was giving money away is what seemed and the only people he was putting extra tax on were Amazon and Facebook who seems to be going after. Tech companies are going to be taxed um, and they'll be taxed on all sales that they make to their UK customers. So there we go, that's what he's planning on doing. Apart from that, he's giving money to the NHS, to mental health funds, to... £420 million is going straight to fixing potholes. If you haven't already jumped on Twitter and tweeted your MP with your local pothole and when you want it to be filled by, go do that because that fund is there for you. This is £400 million going to schools, um, £10 million going to air ambulances. There's a lot of money being put in to fund things for the poppy appeal and around the centenary of the armistice from World War One. So there's loads of that kind of stuff going on, which was a real positive. But today I wanted to highlight some of the things that are actually fabulous for the property investment industry, because you may have been thinking and reading all of the feedback on the budget and thinking, actually, none of this has really got anything to do with me, with my relationship to the private rental sector or the property investment industry, but actually you'd be wrong. There are so many things that we need to look at and really act on. So the first thing that I thought was a really good thing was kind of the announcement of the ending of austerity. And that means that once again, the uh, the 
Exchequer is going to be funding the public sector. So that means putting money into local councils. For one, uh, there's going to be £560 million made available for English councils in 2019 to 2020. Now, one of the big things that I get from property investors is that it takes so long to get through the planning process. And if you try and get in contact with building control or the planning portal, there's no one there to, that can assist you or at least nobody there that can assist you that actually knows what's going on. And that's a huge problem that delays the system. Also, the other thing is, is when you're trying to get change of use, for example, you want that to happen fairly quickly so that you can get a property tenanted. Again, the delay on processing that through the councils takes forever. So frustrating. And also from my point of view, because there's not enough people in the councils, so in environmental health and other departments, they cannot actually police uh, the legislation that they put in for things like HMOs or increased health and safety because there's just not the people there to do it. I know firsthand that um, recently in Bath, the local council said that they wouldn't actually be policing Airbnbs because they do not have the manpower to do that. And that is what austerity has caused. It means that everybody's had to really um, run things tightly. There's not enough people staffing any of the uh, any any of the councils, and that can be problematic. And I'm glad to see that there's money being budgeted to make sure that that's really improved and what we will see is a faster planning process which can only be a good thing for development especially because the government are targeting 300,000 new homes per annum so they're going to need to do something about that. Number two, and this one you might be thinking, actually, Natasha, why have you even flagged this? But this is £1.6 billion for a modern industrial strategy. And I think this is so important for the UK property market. As we leave the EU and Brexit happens, I think that we'll start seeing a shortage of building materials. We'll certainly see a shortage of fuel and natural resources. And we need to start finding that from within the UK. And that means that we also need to act far more sustainably. And this fund, I really hope, goes towards the building of technology so that we can use renewable sources in our homes. I know we don't get that much sunshine in the UK, so solar panel might not be the one, but things like hydropower or wind power could be really beneficial for powering our homes. And it can save our tenants a lot of money, it can save us a lot of money. So I'm all for this new technology. I wanna see it. I wanna see how uh, industrial strategy changes. And I think it'll be for the better. Can you imagine how much more fulfilled you will feel if you're working in for a sustainable power company, for example, or you're doing things to really preserve uh, the look and the feel and the resources that we've got on this planet. So I could only think that that is going to be one awesome, awesome thing. And I can't wait to see what comes out of it. They're also putting funding in place to get the top experts in the world into the UK and developing this. Let's hope that means that they are getting uh, companies like Tesla in who are doing phenomenally well for uh, developing uh, factories and industrial areas that run on natural resources. Have you seen the Tesla factory in the US? My gosh, they are doing some incredible things. If they can bring that to the UK, I am all for it. And I think you should be too. 
any way of improving your properties so that it is cheaper to run is a hugely good thing. And what you will see over the coming years is that this increases the value of your property. So we need to be for it. The next thing was the modernization of planning rules. Whilst old Phil did not put any specifications in place of exactly what he's going to be doing, there's rumors that he is going to be making it easier to get old unused commercial units changed uh, easily. So you can get the change of use easily. If that commercial unit is not being used for anything, then you should be able to change that really, really quickly into maybe office or residential, whatever you want to make sure that that property is being used for something good. His aim is to change up the high street and that's always a great thing. If we can change retail use and get maybe leisure use out of it, or maybe office use out of it, or even residential use out of it, that is a fantastic thing. If there is demand for that type of use class, we should be able to change our empty properties to it. Next, and something that I'm really excited for, is the readjustment in the 2021 business rates, which means that business rates will be cut for small businesses with rateable values of under £50,000. This is going to shake up the high street. And what I think will happen and what I hope will happen is that small brands who we currently see on Instagram and Facebook, who have these tremendous marketing strategies, everything they do looks so beautiful and we just want to buy, buy, buy from it, but they're only on places like Etsy and Amazon, we can't actually go in and feel and touch the product before we buy it, we'll start thinking, well, hold on a minute, it's so much cheaper for me to move into the high street now, I'm actually gonna go and give it a go. And what, you will then find is more people flocking to the high street for these Instagrammable brands, these concept stores, that when you go in there, you want to take a picture with everything, you want to pick up everything and have it in your house or on your desk, or you want to be wearing it. And if we've got more of these brands and these retailers filling our high street, wouldn't we all want to go down there and really take advantage of that? I definitely would. If there is new brands on the high street, I am going straight there to see what I can pick up to get really excited about it. That's what I love. I love going into stores and thinking, I want everything. If I lived in this kind of world, I'd just absolutely buy, 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 buy. And I think this is what will make people come back to the high street. So good work, Philip Hammond. I think this is going to be amazing. The only thing is if you get kicked out of power between now and 2021, I can't see that this will continue, but hey, for the moment, the future is optimistic. The next thing, that's a really positive thing, and for you, if you are a property investor who likes development, if you want to build from the ground up, the new 5.5 billion pounds housing infrastructure fund for building 650,000 new houses has just been made available. If that is you and you love building these properties, then I think you should go for it. Go and get your funding from this housing infrastructure fund because it's going to be on cheaper interest rates. It's in the government's best interest to lend to you if you've got a plot of land that you want to develop on. Also, if the government is involved, quite possibly it's going to be easier to get planning permission that you want if you are building good quality, sustainable homes. And I really advise that you do. This shows that they really do have a strategy for 
increasing supply within the UK, thus reducing demand, which will balance out the housing market somewhat, especially if we are bringing more first-time buyer properties to the market, then that level of demand will get filled and then the complaining will stop about the fact that first-time buyers can't get on the housing market. All we have to hope though is that Brexit doesn't push up the price of uh, goods and building materials because if it does, the cost of building is going to get more expensive, which in turn has to push up the cost of property because you don't want to make a loss on the sale of property when you've just paid a couple hundred thousand pounds to build it. So that would be my only hesitant there, but in principle, it's a really good thing. It shows that the government really does want um, developers to get into the mix and start developing more properties and they are making it that much easier to do so. Then we get into the really exciting things, which I think that as a property investor, you should be excited for. The higher rate threshold for income tax from April is being increased to £50,000. Woohoo! I'm so excited because of this, because I know a lot of you who listen to this podcast and you as a property investor will probably have been recently pushed into that higher rate tax bracket with you adding your salary plus your rental income. Hopefully this change brings you back into that 20% bracket, in which case you're not going to have to pay any difference in taxes from the new changes to uh, finance interest relief. So that should be something huge for you. Or if you are in that higher rate tax tax bracket, it means you're not gonna get taxed as highly. You've got that extra 4,000 pounds of income, which will be taxed on the lower tax bracket, which is massive. It is so, so good. Thank you, Philip Hammond. That was an awesome change, I'm sure you as well as I are just so grateful for that. Brilliant. It makes our lives that little bit easier. And then finally, to top it all off, the personal allowance will be increased from April to £12,500. So that's that little bit extra every year that we are not getting taxed on. And how nice is it to have some money or some income that we're not actually getting taxed on and that threshold to be getting bigger. My gosh. What a saving. So those are the seven underrated announcements Philip Hammond made in the budget, which restored the property investment industry. I think it is such a good sign that the government aren't just going for landlords and property investors. Now, I do realize that this was the last budget before Brexit and our conservative government want people on side. So they're going to be doing as much as possible to get all of the votes so that they have a huge amount of backing following them uh, through Brexit and hopefully out the other side. Because quite right, right now at the moment is a bit of a mess. We don't quite know what's going on. And some of my fellow property lecturers actually think that it's not Brexit isn't going to happen at all. But uh, I don't rem- I don't think I'm that convinced on that. I think we still really do have to go ahead with Brexit because we are so far over the line now, even though we do not have a deal in place. So I think for the next six months until we look at leaving the EU, we can breathe a sigh of relief. We've just got to take advantage of what's been given to us in this budget and make sure that we're acting accordingly. You can't just sit on your laurels with this. You have to now start going out there and proving that these 
good changes, these fantastic changes that we're experiencing actually work in your favor and use them and be happy with them, be grateful for them. I know everything isn't perfect at the moment, but the more that we can show that we are making positive steps in the private rental industry, we're really looking after our tenants, we're looking after our properties, and we are using these changes for good, the less the government is going to come after us and attack us. I think that's a huge thing that we need to take on board. We are all in this together. There's not one property investor who's out there on their own. We know the struggles. We talk about the struggles all of the time. But I think right now, today, what we should be grateful for is the fact that actually we've got some opportunities that we really should be looking at exploiting and making sure that we're using them to the best of our abilities so that we can move forward and keep investing wisely. So there you have it. It was not a bad day yesterday. In fact, it was great. Um, I was meant to be recording the live stream for the podcast because I thought that there was going to be so much going down. But actually, I was doing the live stream and I was on it for about an hour 20 and nothing crazy happened. And that was such a lovely thing. It really was. I was having a chilled out conversation. I had my coffee and I was just smiling and being happy. Yes, I find that Philip Hammond's dig on labor was just getting a bit tiring. But apart from that, he didn't really do anything wrong. I thought because he was doling out so much money here, there and everywhere that actually there was gonna be some big taxes coming. It was gonna be like a sting in the tail but it didn't come. So maybe, yes, we have to hold our breath and see what happens in six months time. But for today, relax, keep calm because things are going to be all right. No matter what the situation is, everything always works out. It's just about having that appropriate strategy and making sure that you plan accordingly. There is always a solution. As long as no one's died, there is always a solution. Be brave and keep remembering that affirmation. Okay, so there we go. That brings us to the end of today's podcast. I hope you loved it. I hope it's been a kind of a sigh of relief. I know over here we are all sighing with relief. It's actually been really nice um, to bring you some great news. I mean, it wasn't bad, was it? It was fine. In fact, I actually thought to myself that Philip Hammond should just drop the mic and walk off. You know, he's done. Fantastic. Congratulations. Round of applause to Philip. Um, and we'll be seeing him again soon, I'm sure. But for now, he's done some great things. Okay, so if this podcast has been amazing for you, don't forget to click like and subscribe so that you get access to it on every single podcast provider that you use. And don't forget to head on over to Property Investment Mastery Facebook group. All you need to do is click on the link below. And if you want to find out more about me, head on over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk. Thank you for listening with me today. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon.